Hey everyone, welcome to the Megan May Podcast. I am your host, Megan May, and I am so excited you are here. I am a wife, mom to four, entrepreneur, small town girl, people pleaser in rehab, faith follower, and just your average girl next door. Enough with the small talk, let's dig deep. I am excited to share with you in this space real and imperfect episodes of marriage, mom life, relationships, faith, adoption, and so much more. More than anything, I hope to inspire you to truly know how much you matter in this world. So grab a cozy spot, blanket, snack, or beverage of your choice, and come exactly as you are, and let's get started. So last week, our family got to celebrate the one-year anniversary of May Day. This is a day never in a million years that I think we would ever celebrate. This day is special for our whole entire family because it was the day we officially became a family of six. So as I mentioned in my previous episodes, our family table looks a little unique. Three of our children grew in my tummy and our youngest daughter grew in my heart through a journey of adoption. So when I say we celebrated May Day in October, many adoptive families actually call this day a gotcha day. But for us, our last name is May, and it was only appropriate that when our daughter was legally able to take our last name on 10:10 at 10 a.m., that we celebrated May Day. So I thought it would be good on this episode to rewind time and share with you how the heck we even got privileged enough to celebrate this day. And honestly, it all started with a Hallmark Christmas movie and a lot of obedient faith in following this seed that was planted in the depths of my heart. I will share my part of this story, as there are details in the story that are not going to be mine to share, and that can only be shared by our daughter if she ever chooses to do so. I will also disclose that our story is ours, and as I venture into the space of how children grow in hearts, every story, every journey is so very different in its own beautiful way. There are so many ways a child can grow in a heart through foster care, through becoming a step-parent, through surrogacy, or like as we did through the process of adoption. December of 2019, I was preparing to get into the holiday spirit, and as most of you ladies do, that was with watching a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yes, I know what some of you are already thinking. The meaning of Christmas is far from the unrealistic, cheesy setting that Hallmark brings during the season. But I can love Jesus and fully soak in the true meaning of the beautiful season and still throw in a hallmark or two. And that is what I needed to do to get me in the mood to wrap presents. I let my, at the time, 10-year-old daughter pick out which episode we were going to watch, as actually this was her first year of wanting to watch Hallmark Christmas movies with me. And she picked a movie that still to this day, I haven't even taken the time to research if it even exists or which one it was. But in this movie, there was a little blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl named Marin. Now fast forward to January. I was getting ready for work. My squirrel brain was on overload as it often is in the mornings. I was thinking about Christmas and how fast it came and went. 
and how it was so fun and memorable and how I was so glad the kids were back into school and that we were back in routine. And then I started to think about that Hallmark movie and that little girl named Marin. And I thought to myself, Marin, that is such a beautiful name. And in that moment, that blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl turned into a darker-skinned, curly-haired, brown-eyed girl. That transformation stopped me instantly. And I either thought it or said it out loud, but something to the fact of, wow, that was really weird. But my brain is weird. And so just like that, I moved on. A few days later, I was getting gas and I went to pay inside the gas station, which I never do. I almost always pay in the pump. But for some reason today, I decided to go in and pay. And as I was walking in, I was instantly stopped in my tracks as this little brown curly hair girl came walking out. And in my head, I instantly thought of Marin. Again, so weird. And then March of 2020 came. So in that March of 2020, my mom was getting married in Florida and I decided to surprise her with a spa day before her wedding. We went to this spa and we were getting ready to have a full day of relaxation and just all the good things about being at a spa. And for some reason, the one massage therapist was running a bit behind. So I told my mom that she could go ahead and I would wait till the massage therapist became available. As I was sitting there, I grabbed a magazine and I started to read it. And all of a sudden, there was this girl. She was like in her mid-20s, and she sat down right across from me. She had beautiful curly brown hair, and she had big brown eyes. She was beautiful, and actually that was the very first thing I thought when she sat down is, wow, that girl is beautiful. And just like that, the stylist came over to her and said, hey, Marin, I am ready for you. You guys, I was like in disbelief. That of all the people to sit across from me at this time, that this girl's name was Marin. I started having weird things happen to me over and over again. If you guys ever listen to country music, there's a pretty popular singer and her name is Marin Morris. Funny thing about that is, I don't listen to country music. I love 80s rock or Christian music, but in our garage... My husband plays a radio, and it used to be for our dog to avoid him barking throughout the night, but the dog is long gone, and we still have a radio that plays in our garage. And as I would, like, take out the garbage or park in our garage, a Marin Morris song would come on, almost always, and it made me instantly think of this little girl that would not leave my head. So eventually, I started to tell my husband about this little girl that would not leave my mind and that this music that would come and just these visions that I had, I was kind of starting to think I was pretty weird. And that summer, we started to joke if we seen any girl that had brown curly hair or big brown eyes, we would say, is that Marin or is that Marin? And we actually made a joke of it. But then that summer, we went to a wedding and while we were at this wedding, there was a DJ there. And next to the DJ was a woman that looked to be like his wife. And there were two little girls. There was a darker skinned little girl and a lighter skinned little girl. And when we were dancing, that DJ slowed down the music. 
He asked if anyone had a daughter there that they should grab them and dance this song with them, as he was so privileged to have two daughters at this wedding. This DJ was a lighter-skinned DJ, and he got up and he walked over to this little dark-skinned girl sitting there and asked her to dance with him. They ended up dancing right next to Jake and I, and we both kind of looked just stunned. Like, here was this lighter-skinned dad dancing with this darker-skinned girl, and we could not help but to wonder if that was a sign of this random girl in my head named Marin. Then deer hunting season came, and I'm going to take you back here a little bit to Sunday school or Bible school here. Because the church that we attend, they actually do a thing called sermon series. These series can last two weeks or they can last 10 weeks. It just depends on the topic that they want to talk about and how long they want to address it. Jake was off busy hunting, doing all the guy things. So I decided to attend church on my own. And during this fall series, the sermon happened to be based on Jonah. So for many of you, Jonah and the whale brings you back to Sunday school or Bible school. But for me, I didn't have any of that growing up. So I was all about hearing about Jonah getting swallowed up by this whale. So remember here, I'm no Bible expert or have any credentials of being a pastor. So I'm actually going to dumb this down a little bit to the level that I was at the time that was just perfect for me. Hey friends, guess what? I have some very exciting news to share with you. As you know, I have a deep passion for giving and helping others feel like they matter in this world. So I started a website called You Matter Boutique. If you know anyone in their adoption journey or foster journey who grow their babies in their tummy or their heart and you wanna send a gift helping them to know they matter in this world, check out my website, www.youmatterboutique.com. 10% of the proceeds will go to helping other foster and adoptive families in their journey. I cannot wait for you to check it out. I'm going to give you a brief description of Jonah. God asked Jonah to go to the city of Nevaeh and tell the people they should expect judgment from the Lord. Jonah refused to go there and instead decided to flee God, which I find it pretty hilarious. He decided to go to the port of Joppa and hopped on a ship. As the ship set sail, a violent storm came and the crew thought, hmm, someone on here must have angered God. Jonah admits that it was him and the crew members throw him overboard and the storm immediately stops. And Jonah, he got swallowed up by a big fish. Jonah spent three nights in the belly of a fish and he cries out to God and says, he will surrender and that he will do what God has asked of him. The fish then throws Jonah up and he does what is asked of him. So now most people sitting here at church that day was probably like many of you listening to that story, rolling your eyes and saying, yep, I've heard this story a million times and have nothing to learn from it. However, that was the exact opposite of what happened to me that day in church. As I felt this overwhelmingly intuition that I was Jonah, that God was asking something big of me and that I was trying to flee him on what that was. That day, I left church and sat in the parking lot crying, wondering why this little girl would not leave my head or my heart. I questioned God what he wants from me 
And crying out to him, I sat there as this insecure, unqualified, ordinary woman and thought, I am sure God could find a much more qualifying prospect out there in this great big world than me. And then I sat there a little longer and became emotional and most of all tired. I told God that I promised him that I would start praying every day about this and will follow each day wherever it leads me, even if it made me look crazy. And boy, you guys, did I start looking crazy. I would be at home and I'd be walking by with a laundry basket doing my laundry and our front door has a little window pane on the side of it and I'd be constantly looking like, oh my gosh, did someone drop off a baby? Is there a little girl standing there? I also decided to call one of the gals who I knew that worked at social services and I straight out asked her if someone dropped off a little girl there. I also called our pregnancy center in our town nearby and asked them if there was any woman that was pregnant with a little girl or if anyone just happened to drop off a little girl in the last week. You guys, I looked crazy and I felt crazy, but that call with the gal from the pregnancy center actually changed the trajectory of our journey because at the end of the call, even though she told me that no child was dropped off, she also told me that that day at church, the pastor and his wife just announced that they were going to adopt a child. They already had a biological child of their own and they decided to go on a journey of adoption. She asked if she could pass along my number and I excitedly agreed. Upon waiting for her call, I happened to be working at the store that day with my daughter Jada. I owned a boutique and we had a lot of really cool, meaningful gifts there. And one of those gifts was this little pocket token that was full of mustard seeds. It was a tiny little token that you could stick in your pocket and you could gift to anybody who was going through something. Jada was looking at it and in looking at it, she happened to break it. When she broke it, there were seeds all over. And, of course, I was disappointed and told her that she cannot play with the store merchandise. However, I did ask her to do some research on the mustard seed because they actually had a very cool saying to them. Faith as small as a mustard seed can move mountains. A couple minutes later, that pastor's wife gave me a call. When I asked her how the heck that she got started on a journey of adoption, she proceeded to tell me that she was going through these consultants. When I asked her what their name was, she told me they were called the mustard seed. As I was writing that down, you guys, my pen literally stopped. And I thought, what the heck and what are the odds of me just talking to my daughter about faith being as small as a mustard seed? And here she is directing me to book a call with this agency. That night, I researched this consulting agency So one thing about adoption is you do not have to go through consultants, but if you choose to go through consultants, it can kind of help you navigate this world. And so when I went on their website, I wanted to hate them so bad. I wanted to just be like, oh, they're not my people. Um, Their website sucks, like all that. But it was the exact opposite. As I looked at their website, as I looked at all these adoptive families, and I looked at the profiles of these people that ran this uh, consulting agency, they looked amazing. They looked like people that I wanted to be friends with. 
and I became very emotional that this was starting to be something real that I never expected, nor did I want. They had a little button on their website that you could book a free call with them. And you guys, as I was staring at my phone, I started bawling. I was so overwhelmed and wondering why this is happening, what the heck is going on, and just like that, my poor husband came home from deer hunting. And you guys, my husband hardly ever goes out, so when he does go out on an event like deer hunting, they get together with the guys, and he was probably having a great old time gutting out his deer and drinking some beer, and then he comes home to his wife holding a cell phone, an absolute disaster. He had no idea what was happening, but what he did do was he sat down beside me and encouraged me to book the call. For some crazy reason, which I will never understand today, although I was crazy, although I had these visions, although I was scared, he sat down calm as a cucumber and said, book the call. So I did. I booked the call for the very next day. And you guys, after that call, it was great, but I felt nothing. I felt nothing. And you guys, I got done with that call and I was like, woo-hoo, I feel nothing. I was obedient. I follow God. I prayed through it and he closed the chapter. I am just going to go on my merry way and I feel nothing. And I was so excited. Now, as I mentioned before, I was an owner of a boutique. And so come that fall, it was very important to us to start decorating for Christmas. And as we were decorating for Christmas and turning our beautiful store into this Hallmark Christmas store, we were playing all kinds of Christmas music because it was the end of October and it was to help us get in the mood to have Christmas already. And my friend Lindsay said, hey, have you heard that song from Marin Morris and Pentatonix? It's called When You Believe. And I encourage you to listen to it. It's such a beautiful song. So we played the song, you guys, and it was beautiful. And I actually highly encourage you to listen to it too. And from there, we moved on. I didn't think anything about it. Our store was beautifully decorated for Christmas. And then Black Friday came. I got up early that morning. And you guys, there was something in my heart that was still tired and emotional. And I remember sitting in our living room, just trying to be in silent. And I grabbed my devotional. And for some reason, I blurted out to God, God, I actually need you to give me one last sign. I need you to tell me if this chapter is closed or if it's not because I still feel very unsettled. I said to him that I'm going to open this devotional book up and I'm going to ask for one last sign. And so you guys, I opened it up and I got nothing. I couldn't even tell you what that devotional said. All I could tell you was that it had nothing to pertain to anything weighing on my heart. And again, I was a bit relieved. So just like that, I got up, made myself some coffee, and went in our bathroom to get ready for the craziness of Black Friday at the store. While getting ready, Jake was sleeping still in the other room, and I decided to listen to some music. But for some reason, I decided to turn on that Marin Morris and Pentatonix song, When You Believe. And for some reason, I decided because I loved it so much that I actually wanted to get to know the words. And so, for the first time, I actually listened to the words. And it stated, Many nights we prayed, with no proof anyone could hear. In our hearts, a hopeful song we barely understood. Now we are afraid 
Although we know there's so much to fear, but we were moving mountains long before we knew we could. There can be miracles when you believe. Though hope is frail, it's hard to kill. Who knows what miracles you can achieve when you believe. And somehow you will. You will when you believe. You guys, I sat there in my bathroom and I cried. I stared at those lyrics and in that song. And I walked into our bedroom and I woke my husband up. I sat down beside him and I said, Someone out there is praying for us to say yes to this journey. And if we don't, we missed her prayer. I went to work and when I got home, that night Jake and I both listened to this song. And scared to death, you guys, we said yes. We said yes to fear. We said yes to judgment. We said yes to the questioning. We said yes to the hard. We said yes to the unknown. And we said yes to the journey of adoption. So this podcast episode got a little longer than I anticipated, but I wanted to capture our journey to the fullest. And so I'm actually going to be breaking this episode up into two episodes and I'm going to leave you guys at a little bit of a cliffhanger here. So I encourage you to stay tuned when I launch the next episode. You will get to hear the rest of our journey and how it all unfolded and the timing and everything of it. And I am just so excited to share that with you. So until next time, my friend, I hope you always know you matter. I hope you know your journey matters and your story matters. And you'll hear from me and the rest of my story in the next episode.